Hey, Jacob. Yeah? We got to tell the listeners about Beerez Coffee Company. Oh, their coffee for gamers by game. That's them. 100% free trade Colombian coffee brewed right here on the Gulf Coast in Pensacola, Florida. You know, that sounds perfect for all night gaming sessions, no matter what kind of gamer you are. Video games, tabletop, card games, Beerez has what you need to keep sharp. They got all kinds of flavors to choose from, like good for gaming light roast, or my favorite, the Necro Medium. You know, I like a good dark roast, like Critical Gaming Dark. You can even add flavors to your coffee, like iCast Fireball, which is a fireball whiskey flavor. Yeah, and if you can't decide what you want, then just try out their specialty sample pack. Look, whatever your coffee of choice is, they've got you covered. Head on over to BeresCoffeeCo.com and use the code OMPODCAST at checkout for 10% off of your order. Oh, you're listening to the Open Micros Podcast, which is actually brought to you by that dirty, filthy, despicable motherfucker, BJ DeBlow. He knows exactly what he did, and he would have started his own podcast, but he was too chicken shit. We're also brought to you by Miss Jennifer Evelyn. If you have some time to waste and want to encourage fat people to sit around and watch shitty horror movies, check out the Innsmouth Rag, hosted by Mike and Jen. Because nothing spells midlife white people more than frivolous podcasts. This podcast is also brought to you by J.N. Reynolds, who, when I asked him what his ad read should be, he said, roast me raw, daddy. His words, not mine. So I will say that J.N. looks like the kind of person that buys the rotisserie hot dogs from 7-Eleven. And he wanted me to roast him, so I just sent him an actual roast. Aww. one thing it is wednesday night and it's time for the open micers podcast my name is jason robbins i'm jacob craig and i'm more yoked than a cadbury egg baby (laughs) it's easter season we were talking about candy um yeah dude so i found peeps right i looked at a lot of peeps at the dollar tree so give people context though we can't just come in talking about peeps so laura faysmith the one of our former guests a couple weeks ago uh, voice actress Laura Faye Smith got, uh, issued a challenge to us that we're, uh, we're going to do an uh, uh, an episode of where we taste test Easter candy. Yeah. So uh, Jacob took it upon himself to make it to where we have to taste test the worst yeah, Easter candy you can find. <laughs> yeah. So I'm. I mean, we're in the floating ideas process of this because we're going to do this uh, the Wednesday after. So. We're going to try to buy candy before Easter and then do it after Easter. But I went to the Dollar Tree and looked at Pete, and I found one. So I have this these things from my Keurig of original donut shop coffee, right? Yeah. Really good. Really good flavor of coffee. I found that flavor in Pete. Oh, I think I saw some of those the other day. Yeah. They had uh, something. Oh, they had chocolate. Um chocolate something peeps and i was like peeps are disgusting anyway then you're gonna make them chocolate flavored and they're like the, the bird ones so they kind of look like a poop <laughs> <laughs> you said the p word the poop. 
yeah so like i'm i'm definitely gonna make us all three buy original donut shop beef to try because those even to me sound really gross so i'm excited all to peeps make are gross you guys eat them and I the can't other one stand i found the texture of peeps i don't like marshmallow with grittiness like sand they're like they're covered in sand like you like you, you took your mar- your roasted marshmallow on the beach and you dropped it in the sand that's pretty much what a peep is but they're so good at the same time <laughs> i i love peep i really do the the other flavor that i found at the dollar tree was hot candy well that i could see that seems more in line yeah. with actual candy and laura was talking about hot tamale peeps in her video. So we have to find some hot tamale. I don't know if I could take that. Well, I'll try. You have a chaser ready, buddy. <laughs> so I don't know. Remember who it was? We had like this huge discussion on Twitter last year. It might have been between me and Wally. I don't remember. But a lot That's of other people jumped in too, uh, because I am a proponent of. I prefer the hollow bunnies to the solid yeah. ones. Yeah. And I was just getting taken down on Twitter because apparently everybody <laughs> loves <laughs> solid bunnies. And I'm like, the solid bunnies are are disgusting. So I don't think that they're disgusting, and I understand the logic they're behind like wanting the a solid worst bunny. chocolate you can buy. They're like after Hershey's gets done making their chocolate bars and stuff, the, those chocolate bunnies are what they like take you know, paint scrapers and like scrape the bottom of those barrels. That's the, yeah. the solid chocolate bunny stuff right there. I don't know about all that. It's got like but... roach wings in it. <laughs> <laughs> Rat tails and bones. Oh man. Uh, no, the reason I prefer hollow bunnies is because you can just put it in the freezer and for like a week, you can just go in there and be like, all right, I'm going to take the ears, I'm going to take the head, and you can just rip off pieces of the bunny to then, eat. Then you get those, the, the eyes. The eyes are the best part. You get those little candy eyes. Yeah. Yeah, those are good. Because that chocolate no, I, melts in your hand, that, that waxy chocolate. You know what I'm yeah. talking about? There was just a bug on me. It was a roach. They heard us talking about roach wings, and it got mad. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're good. <laughs> I think okay, we're good. Okay, then. But, uh, no, I, I just grew up with hollow bunnies. My, my parents always yeah. got hollow bunnies. So That's I what I always my... got as a kid was the hollow bunnies. And then uh, a couple of years, they tried to give me the solid bunnies. And I was just like, nope, this ain't good. I don't like this. Yeah. Wrapped in foil. And, like, the, the hollow bunnies, you know, they come in those nice nice packages with, like, you know, the window that you can actually see the bunny in the yeah. window. And you're like, oh, that. I'm gonna eat the fuck out of that. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna fuck the shit wanna, out of that. I'm gonna bunny. bite a hole in that bunny and fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's how I used to eat the hollow bunnies. Is I would kill it like you do a real bunny, where you just yeah crack, crack the head off. But you got, I, yeah. I, I usually would just like eat eat the ears off first, and then I would eat the eyes, and then work work my way down. Right, and just and just watch it like slowly wish it were dead. Yeah. But, but yeah, I, don't, I didn't understand. I didn't know there was so much love for for solid bunnies. Like I was getting hate yeah. on online for for my stance against solid bunny. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't hate it. Like if you bought me a solid bunny, I wouldn't be like, "The fuck are you doing?" I, I'd still eat it. But then again, I'm fucking a degenerate. 
Here's the thing. Just stay away from any kind of like Christmas candy or Easter candy. Anything that's chocolate and wrapped in like that really crappy tinfoil. Just stay away from it. Because you're going to get bits of tinfoil in it when you try to eat it anyway. Because it's not like the good good tinfoil like that, you know, the Reese's cups are wrapped in. No, this is like that thin, real shitty tinfoil. That's not going to stop me one bit, Jason. (laughs) It's not gonna stop me one bit. That's not I, good I, candy. That's like the cheapest shit out there, dude. I'm the kind of person where if I feel my starburst and there's the white paper on it still, I'm like, well, fuck it. I guess this is what we're doing. Uh, I don't like, mind the wax paper. I is that what it is? Is wax paper? Yeah, on the just starburst? if you get a little bit of wax paper in your candy, it's fine. It's it's digestible. But what if I just put the whole candy wrapper and all in in, in my mouth and ate it? Now you're a degenerate. <laughs> okay. Well, guys, subscribe to our Patreon if you want to see me <laughs> eat some Starburst wrappers. I'll be bonus content for the month. So that's what you, you'll you have to do. If I have to eat a, a hot tamale uh, uh, peep, then peep. you have to eat a Starburst with a wrapper on it. I'm fine with that. You're still the one getting shafted in the deal. You're the, you're the only <laughs> one doing something you don't want to do, Jason. I don't mind eating just a fucking Starburst wrapper at all. See that you're you're non discernible when it comes to food. Like you'll pretty much eat anything. I'm actually very picky, believe it or not. I Prove don't it. eat. I don't. I don't <laughs> like vegetables. I don't. I've never eaten a vegetable. I you um, eat tomato soup, don't you? Yes, but that doesn't count. Well, that's not um, a vegetable anyway. Catch up. Tomatoes are fruit, so basically right. you're eating like fruit soup. Right. Like, I mean, the closest to vegetable I eat is like french fries. You don't eat carrots um, or anything? You don't even eat soup, no. like like soup with carrots in it or anything? Eat around them. <laughs> eat around them. When I, when I get a chicken pot pie, I'll pick the carrots and peas out. Dude! Yeah. Very bad. Unless I'm just so hungry where I don't give up. Fuck. I'm just so hungry I don't give a flying Have you fuck, ever been just... hungry before? <laughs> <laughs> hey, man! Hey, dude! I've been hungry plenty of times. My confidence is actually very low right now because I was doing very well. I had actually lost a lot of weight. And then I went to the doctor today and I gained like 13 pounds in less than a month. Jesus. I'm like, what the fuck is what happening? What did you do? I don't know. I, I, I slacked on my dieting a little bit, but it's still nothing like it was, right? Like, I'm still not eating anywhere near how I was. And then I just randomly find 13 pounds. Like, Jesus Christ. Oh, what the hell? This is not recording. Oh, no. We're talking to ourselves? <laughs> Uh, shit. Why is this not recording? You know what? (laughs) Fuck it. (laughs) Alright, can you import it from the Twitch? Uh, I mean, I'll have to record, like, manually record the, uh, (laughs) the, the audio from Twitch. Well, can this be a YouTube exclusive episode? I sure. <laughs> I mean, we're already here. Yeah, might as well. 
it's still content, baby. Yeah, true. I'll just let the people know that it's YouTube exclusive this week. Maybe that'll get our YouTube video views up a little Maybe. bit. Maybe. I mean, I, like I said, I can go and, and extract the uh, the audio from it, but it'll take forever. That's up to you. Yeah, you know, I, I'm not gonna do it, but you know what? It's up to you. You know what? Yeah, like you said, this will be YouTube exclusive. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. We fucked up. Oh well. At least it's just the two of us. At least our guests decided to stand us I, up tonight. I don't know why this is not recording. What is happening? All right, I'll also, fix, fix this later. Are we ugly prom dates, Jason? Because yeah. our guests just stand us up a lot. <laughs> Uh, no I mean, warning, it's to be expected, especially when we're the the bigger people that we talk to, and you have to go through an uh in, an intermediary. Yes, that's well. That's why I've stopped doing that. Usually, like if someone has an agent, I'm not emailing your agent. If I I'm contacting you, in like specifically, if I have your contact email, I'll contact. Because I know what, what it is. The agent doesn't give a crap and won't let won't yes. let them know about the show they'll just be like uh oh, and then forget you know well the thing is, is i contacted our guest for tonight directly and then he said sure i'll do it here's my agent and so i was like okay cool you know the agent turns out it just anytime an agent's involved it just doesn't fucking work yeah so i don't know we'll just have to well i mean it, usually i don't i don't know i feel like other podcasts don't have this problem as frequently as yeah but they also might have like backups as well <laughs> like i'm pretty sure Maybe. you know joe rogan has cancellations too at the last minute he just you know pulls in right somebody that's always on standby maybe yeah and also too it, it's like our podcast is so based on booking guests all the time bound to have a few incidents Oh well. But it's nice when we get to just talk to two of us. Yeah. Only on YouTube. Exclusive. YouTube exclusive. Yeah. Um anyways. Well how was well how was your week so far, Jason? Talk talk to me about um the life of Jason Robbins. Going pretty good, for, except for today. I had a, a headache today that was like impervious to all forms of med- of medication. And then just wanted to blow my brains out because it wouldn't stop. Yeah. Have you thought about boiling your head like an egg? <laughs> All the time. Because I could see that happen. And we have Easter coming up. We should decorate your head like an Easter egg for Easter. Okay. I'm down for that. We'll, we'll get the vinegar and fucking <laughs> dye it and paint it. We'll have, I'll bring my two-year-old over to fucking... And yeah, you can get that little wax shit. pen and write something on my forehead so whenever my head does get yeah. dyed, it'll, like, that part won't die. <laughs> you know, dunce. Yeah. It's fucking dunce. Monday it's went well, though. Monday night was the first night at Temptations in Biloxi. It did go well. There was, there was a good crowd there. 100% of the people that were there were there to see Wally. Yeah. Which, which is fun. That, that's good for him. Um, I can already see a lot of problems that i'm gonna need to fix so it's gonna be a lot of work but hopefully i can improve things yeah the only thing i that worries me is that it's in a spot that's kind of it's in the downtown area 
but it doesn't really have anything to draw you in that's right unique like it is a hookah bar and it's the only hookah bar around so but even i didn't even know like i've seen no advertising for this place like they haven't advertised right. at all so yeah. is it going to how hard is it going to be to get people there <laughs> you know well the, the first problem that i have to fix is the fact that on their online first of all they don't even have a facebook so that's a huge problem yeah, like that's you, a big you have problem. nowhere for your clientele to find you. Also, when you Google them or look on Google Maps, it says that they're closed on Mondays, which they are not closed on Mondays, and that's when the comedy shows at. Yeah, it's Monday night. So if someone puts in the Google Maps the Temptations to come to our comedy show, it will say Temptations is closed. Are you sure you still want to come? And that's a huge problem because people are gonna be like, "Oh shit, yes, they're closed," and then not come. Yeah. But that's just literally the tip of the iceberg. I'm going to have my work cut out for me, Jason Robbins. But I'm optimistic, and I'm very much willing to take on a fixer-upper. As Yeah, like I said, uh, you know, it's and they're not also not allowed to have a liquor license because they are right across the street from a church. Right. So is beer going to be enough to pull people in? So I, I just don't know. Yeah. Which uh, that that church is also getting a new priest as well. So um, hopefully the new priest will be more willing to let them have a liquor license. Yeah, they might have been a little antagonistic with naming it Temptations, though. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, I I joked with someone about that outside. I don't. Was it you? Yeah. Yeah, I was like, they might as well just named it Gay Sex in My Butt. Yeah. <laughs> put it next to the gay the Catholic Church. And- so I don't know. I mean, I hope it goes well. well I think next couple of weeks are going to be the real test to yeah. see how well it's going to go. But uh, and the big problem is, is like getting other comedians to go there. Yeah, that's step one. I mean, we only had five signups, which that's why, you know, the first thing is first is getting comedians to come there. Even if we have zero audience, if we have 10 comedians, that's a start. Like we were going to get comedians first. Then audience, uh, try to fix the hours, try to, you know, do this and that to fix up. Yeah, I don't know. I got my work cut out for me, man. It's, uh, it's not, um, you know, I need some TLC. Yeah. But I am, uh, I'm willing to get there. Well, how, how was your week then, other than uh, Monday night, knowing you got a lot of work to do? Yeah, it's uh it's been fun, I guess. I um so I celebrated my birthday um Saturday and Sunday. I worked Friday, that was my actual birthday. Um and then for my birthday we um fuck, I forgot what we even actually did for my birthday. That's sad. <laughs> That's called That's getting you know old. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my girlfriend bought me a Nintendo Switch actually, oh, by the way. Nice. What'd you yes. get? What games you got for? Uh, so I have one of the Switch lights, and uh, the only game I have so far is Pokemon Let's Go Eevee. Of course it would be a Pokemon game. Yeah. Well, to be fair, I went into GameStop and bought the cheapest game that they had that was worth it. So. Yeah. <laughs> if you're looking for cheap games, the Switch is not, <laughs> like, like, if you're, like, okay, if you want cheap games, get the, the in- indie games from the store. But as far right. as like 
actual cartridges for the uh for the Switch. Yeah. Oh man, like Nintendo Nintendo does not like to bring the prices down on their stuff. No, even pre-owned at GameStop, all of their pre-owned games are 59.99. Yeah, I mean, like look the at the same prices too. Look at freaking like Mario Odyssey and and this uh Breath of the Wild. Like those games are 6 years old now and they're still 50-60 bucks. So uh yeah, I got a switch. Um we uh me and my girlfriend got an, an Airbnb. A couple of Airbnbs actually, because she just had free credits. So we just went and stayed at a couple of different places in Gulfport. Uh That's just cool. kinda yeah, just kinda got away and went to the beach. Yeah, man, just kind of vac- vacationed at home a little bit, I guess. Nothing wrong with a staycation. Yeah, a little staycation in there in Gulfport. But um, I I actually I have a rant that I've been wanting to get to. Yeah, let's do this rant thing. You've been talking about this, so I'm curious. Yeah, I've been talking about this for a while because this happened uh, about a month ago now, and we've had uh, it. It wouldn't be fair for me to go into a rant when we have a guest on. So, <laughs> been I've been waiting for our host episode for me to rant a little. Okay, and I'm gonna not name any names. I'm going to try to keep details as little as possible because it just so happens that the people involved in this are close friends of mine and I really like them and I uh, want to stay friends with them. And I hope that our relationship does not tarnish. But at the same time, I feel very disrespected. And here's why. So I was booked to open and not really open. I was booked to feature pretty much. For a nationally touring head, right? Okay, so this is a big deal. I know where this is going. Yes, you, yeah, you should. So this is a big deal, right? I'm booked to essentially feature for the a nationally touring headliner. The show was a host, the nationally touring headliner, and me. I was the, the only real comic book. Call me an opener, call me a feature, whatever. I went up and did 10 minutes before he went on, and then he went up. And uh, the show, they say it didn't sell out, but I don't know how it didn't sell out because all of the chairs were full, and I don't think that the fire department would have appreciated any more people in that. So the show was pretty much out. They moved some tickets, and uh, those tickets weren't cheap either. Jason Robbins, those tickets were not cheap, and 100% of those ticket sales go to that headliner, as they should, but there's at least 70 80 people in this bar yeah i and drinks dude 80 people buying at least two drinks i mean at least two drinks right <laughs> so i'm booked open for this nationally touring headliner and uh i do my set and i'm not lying i'm not exaggerating there are eyewitness accounts of this set i didn't record it i really wish that i did I bought a tape recorder or something with me to record that set. Some things might have happened because hmm. it was one of those sets where if somebody from Saturday Night Live or Netflix or some kind of producer was in the audience, they would be like, I need you to work for my network. It was quite possibly the best set of comedy I've ever done in my entire life. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, I mean, it was just stars aligned. Me in a big moment. I know exactly what I have to do. And I fucking crushed it to the point 
where when this headliner was doing some VIP meet and greets, there were more people coming up to me at the exit of the bar telling me how funny I was That's than going awesome. to see the headliner. It was that level of, wow, this kid is fucking amazing. And, I, and you know how I am. I am more critical of my performance than most people are. Yeah. If I bomb, I wouldn't fucking lie about it. That's how good this set was. And so I put up that kind of performance, opening for a nationally boring headliner, which to be fair, I asked to open for him. I even maybe begged to open for him, right? But the thing is, as a comedian, you're not going to get booked if you don't ask to open for people. Yeah. I've had this argument before with a producer where he thought he didn't have to pay me because I asked to be a feature on one of his shows. That's not acceptable. That's not how this works. Just because I asked doesn't mean that you can pay me less or you cannot pay me in general. Asking is how you get booked. Yeah. I'm going to ask everybody at every show if I can. And so I got paid on my way home from that show. And my high was instantly killed because when I tell you that I got paid an amount that was so disrespectfully low. <laughs> Jason, I barely got paid gas. I so not even naming like specific numbers here, right? Mm -hmm. I got paid half of what I get paid. Now, actually, I recently got a raise. I got paid less than half of what I usually get paid to host an open mic. Why am I getting paid more to host an open mic in the middle of nowhere for nobody than I am for featuring and absolutely murdering in front of a nationally touring headliner? Uh, yeah. So was it was it him or was it a uh, the actual whoever booked the show paid you or was it whoever it was the booker of the show that paid and my money comes out of the bar tab. That's an important thing to note. So the ticket sales the all of the ticket sales went directly to the headline. Yeah. So that means that me and the host and the producer all three got paid out of the bar tab. But the thing is, don't act like there's not money. Yeah. There's 80 people in the bar buying two drinks each. Even if they're getting beer, it's $3, $6 a person. I would say roughly people. if you have 80 people in that bar over the course of that, that show, you probably easily made $1,000. At, at the easily, easily, easily. There, there was enough money there for me to have gotten the biggest paycheck I've ever gotten doing comedy in my life, and I didn't expect that in the slightest. I expected what I usually get paid when I do those kind of shows. I got paid less than what I usually get paid to do. Yeah, that's not cool. I, I don't. I got paid less than what I got paid for when somebody barely sold any tickets to their show and I opened for them. Yeah. Let's say that they sold 30 something tickets. I got paid more 
than when this guy comes into town and sells out. I don't understand. Like the thing is, is is to me, what? How can you logically look at my worth and specifically that performance? Look at the worth of that performance and say this warrants about some gas. <laughs> like that is that makes me feel dirty. I feel disrespected. Yeah, I would. I would ask. For as far as that show is, I would ask for a dollar a mile. It took me to get there. That's another thing. I was traveling. Home. So to get there and home, what I got paid covered gas. Yeah. Like it and and with these gas prices, it barely covered gas. Yeah, no Let's shit. Let's be honest. You it can't even squeeze off a dollar these days. <laughs> right. But I mean, the fact that I'm making more money staying in my neck of the woods, hosting open mic, and Trying, mind you, trying out material at open mic, bringing well, up comics at open mic, not doing quality work necessarily. I would say I'm that just kind of fucking around. It sucks, but welcome to showbiz, kid. That is true. That is true, and it really paints me into a corner because my options are to a not work with these people anymore, which sucks because they're admittedly very good friends of mine. I like seeing them. I like working with them. I like being able to open for nationally touring headliners, and I like getting paid that extra money, even if it is just a little bit. But at the same time, if you're going to put at low of an, a dollar amount on the best set of comedy I've ever done in my entire life, I just can't let that happen. Yeah. Like, who, who is going to look at me and say, I want to book you for my comedy club, I want to boot you to the next level if I'm accepting yeah, no just shit. a disrespectful of yeah, Well, look at it this way. I have made more money off comedy in the past four years than I did the entire time I was signed as a musician. Yeah. <laughs> I probably made more and, money in the last year as a comedian yeah. than I did while I was a signed musician. Which that's, I think that's even more heinous. I mean, come on. Yeah. But, I don't know, that was my rant. Rant over. And, and it sucks that, you know, I mean, I, I was very angry when this happened. And it sucks that I feel like I have to rant about this. Well, I would have been too, but that's also, you should be a lesson to always negotiate pay up front. Even if you do ask that's true. to open, still negotiate pay up front. That's, that's the only way, because if you don't, you're going to get screwed every time. Right. And, but that presents another problem, too, because, you know, I've done that where I've negotiated pay up front before. And like I said, I get paid out of the bar tab. So my, the answer is always going to be depends on how many drinks are being. So well, that's when you but, say, all right, well, I'll take a flat 50 plus. 10% right. of the bar. Something like that. But, yeah. That I way mean, you know you are, you're at least going to make 50 bucks at that point. Yeah. I mean, honestly, this, this moves into a discussion of, like, this, this isn't, like, one dude that's doing this. Like, this oh. is almost every producer <laughs> yeah. oh, on the Gulf Coast. Why do you think it's acceptable to have me drive two hours and then pay me $20? What the fuck is wrong with you? Because like, they can. 
I mean, honestly, and I get it if there's only that much money to go around, but don't pretend you don't have money yeah. when there's a sold out audience. Well, like I said, like take this as a lesson. Always get your negotiate your pay up front. And I've I've gotten ripped off before too, uh, working with a producer who I asked to feature, and we agreed to a price verbally. And then the, we had a conversation later when I came to get my money. I was like, hey, you didn't pay me when you said you were going to pay me. He said, oh, I wasn't going to pay you because you asked to be on my show. Through that. And also, and I said, well, you, you can't do that. Like, you, we already agreed to this price. And he said, okay, show it to me in writing. <laughs> and that's when I would like, say, okay, well, I'm not on your right. show then. Which is, you know, we had, I had already done the show. So it's, you know. That's just, you know, there's a lot of bold-faced lies. Don't, don't rely on the kindness of strangers when it comes to the entertainment yeah. industry because there is no such thing. But I, I make this rant because I'm at a very important crossroads where I'm either going to do all of this where I'm asking for specifics and I know for a fact that's going to get me booked on less shows. When I'm asking how much time, how much money, when am I getting paid, that kind of thing that usually gets me screwed over, that's going to get me booked on a lot less shows. Versus if I did still get screwed over, I would still get booked on shows and have a beggars can't be choosers attitude about everything. But I just have, I'm starting to feel like. You can only do that for so long. Right. And I'm starting to feel like I'm good enough of a comedian now where I can start just asking for a certain amount of things. Yeah, well, you know what you can do, so. Right. Which is dangerous, too, because the last show that I did in Pensacola, Jason, I bombed so hard. Yeah, but it's Florida. <laughs> We've That's all true. bombed in Florida. Florida is Florida is the worst audiences I've ever performed in front of. Have we talked about this on the show yet? Me me bombing in Pensacola after uh, Pensacon? I think we did. Nah, I don't I don't. I think so. Okay, we might have just talked about it in person. So yeah, when I was in town for Pensacon, I had a show that Friday night. Uh, and yeah, it was maybe that that show I was referencing before was probably my best set of comedy ever. This was maybe one of my worst. Hmm. Like no kidding. Like I ate Jason, I bombed so hard that I snuck out the back door. I was so disappointed and embarrassed in myself that I went over to my girlfriend sitting at the table and I said, let's just get out of here. Because, like, I don't want people to see me after this show. And I don't know why, I think. So it was one of those situations where there were, you, there, it's a bar, it's a brewery at 8 o'clock at night, and there are people buying tickets for their literal children to come see this comedy show at the back of a brewery at 8 o'clock at night. I can't do comedy in front of children, Jason. They shouldn't hear my opener. Uh, yeah. And let's just face it. Let's just face it, Jason. I did pedophile jokes, okay? I did two of them. I did two of them. I didn't learn my lesson with the one of them, Jason. I did two of them, and one of them was my closer, Jason. And it's a closer that kills in Mobile, in Biloxi, in other parts of Florida. It 
it in Louisiana, it fucking kills. And then I did it here in front of like an eight-year-old kid, and everyone's like, oh my god, hi, this guy's gonna come for our children. Like, they're taking me dead fucking serious. That's Florida for you, man. I don't know what to tell you. Florida is the... uh, Nine out of ten times, Florida is, like, going to be the worst audience you've ever performed in front of. And I've done enough shows in Panama City now where I can not bomb there for three shows in a row. But in Pensacola, dude, I... Oh my god. I I don't think I can ever even show my face there. Like I I did so badly that I expected to not get paid. Like I was literally just going to tell the producer, "Don't even tape. Like give it to someone else." Do you think I felt I the night that it. I bombed at that place? Whatever, whatever. Jason, when I tell you this is twice as bad as that, you should believe me. <laughs> That it's, imagine crickets, like, like, I don't even know, like crickets that think you're going to rape their kid. I don't like, think that's what possible. <laughs> oh my God. Like, and, and the host, of course, had to just get up there and roast. Him. Like, what else is he going to do after a set that bad? He yeah. has to go up there and make fun of them. So, of course, I'm getting torn to, sh- to shred by everybody. So I just have to leave. I just left and went back to our Airbnb, and I'm like, I, we're going to get Wingstop, and I'm going to eat my Like, that's what's going to happen. <laughs> that's exactly what we did. Wow. Welcome to Florida. <laughs> yeah, welcome to Florida. Get the fuck out. Yeah, no shit. Uh, but we're coming up on the end of the uh, hostful episode here, uh, which was a surprise hostful episode. Uh, yeah. Because our guest never showed up. But that's okay. And uh, I'm going to try to extract the, uh, the audio from this uh, immediately after we're done here and, uh, <laughs> and, and yeah. put it out as a pocket. It might not sound the greatest, but it'll be something. Yeah. It's crazy that we came up on time so quick. I, yeah. I enjoy our chat. Basically. Yeah, me too. I, for people who don't know, me and Jason barely talk in person or through text message. Because if we go through anything interesting, we're like, no, 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 you have to save it. Yeah. You have to save it. So it's like we, we either have like nothing to talk about on these or we have a list of like 10 things that we haven't. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's fun. Um, but just so everybody knows, we do have a stacked calendar coming up oh, for the dude. next two solid months. Yeah, dude. Our, our March and our April is going to be pretty hefty. And if I have my way, Jason Robbins, our May, it's pretty, yeah, it pretty hefty as well. I can't wait. We got some great guests coming up, and I can't wait for you guys to hear it. So thanks, for, thanks for sticking with us on, on this hostful episode, and uh, thanks for being here for us. And uh, anything else you want to throw out there before we get out of here? Let's see. Uh, just that I'm going to be hosting the comedy show at uh, Temptations every Monday night in Biloxi on Howard Avenue. And please come. They're not closed. They say they're closed, but they're not. <laughs> it's a nice so place. Come. And if you've ever been to the Kraken, it's the old Kraken. Yeah. I will say that the comedy atmosphere there is really good. So, it, it, you know, we, we had a really good comedy show there. 
you want to come and support, please do. That would be amazing for us. And uh, I'm actually booked on a drag meets comedy comedy show on March 18th. Sadly, I will not be one of the drag queens, but I will be one of the comedians. <laughs> so March 18th at the Juke Joint, you can come see me do a set there and probably get torn apart by drag queens because they're vicious. Yeah, they're they way not full punches. <laughs> they're way better at roasting than you are. <laughs> I, yeah, and I learned that uh, Monday night. I fucking, before I went on stage to bring Wally up, Prangus was like, hey, do some crowd work. And dude, I can't yeah. do crowd work. He doesn't ask me to do crowd work because, you know, I'm deaf. So I can't hear what people are right. saying anyway. So He shouldn't ask me because I'm dumb. Yeah. So I fucking <laughs> just made an ass of it. Uh, but, uh, I don't have anything to throw out there before we go. Just, uh, just Monday nights, Temptations, Tuesdays, the juke joint. Um, and uh, that's about it. So anything else before yeah. we go? Not really. I was gonna, oh, I wanted to do something for the Patreon, but I completely fucking forgot what it was, so we'll, uh, we'll get to that later. Alright. <laughs> well, let me play the music here. If you want to email us, you can email us at uh, openmicerspodcast at gmail.com at openmikers on Twitter and Instagram and uh, yeah, uh, openmikers.com at, takes you to our Patreon. Helps us keep the lights on. And we'll see you guys next week.